Uh, okay, I guess we're starting. Uh, hello, and welcome to Soundipitous. Uh, this is our first podcast, and today we're going to be looking at, uh, we look at the different habits of listening to music and how we interact with music as listeners. Um, today we're, uh, I'm Forrest, Forrest Peterson, one of your hosts. And I'm Lex Peterson. Uh, and today we're going to be, uh, shall we just get right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, so today we're going to be looking at uh, the different ways that uh, we specifically interact with music. And from my experiences, at least, I don't know if you've had any other like thoughts on it. But generally, the three ways I consume music are either through just songs, albums, and playlists. And the three ways those interact, I feel, are relatively different. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree that they're... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel so. Uh, I feel like you go through definitely different stages. Uh, each of these is like a different stage of complexity, at least from my perspective. Okay. And you go through it for at least I've seen you can do it for each artist individually. Uh, but generally, I feel as an art as a like a listener over time, you tend to become more complex and lead into one of the farther levels, such as like making playlists and albums. Okay. So are you saying that as a music listener and someone who appreciates music, you start more with songs and then go to albums and then playlists? Or are you saying that while listening to an artist, it goes, follows more that trend from songs to albums to playlists? Uh, I feel like it's kind of both. It's kind of both. I think each person and for like each artist, you'll go through each of these stages. Okay. But generally over time, you seem to get farther in, at least if you devote yourself more to music, you find you enjoy the further stages of playlists and albums more than just listening to strictly songs. Okay, yeah, no, I could see that. Uh, so I guess we might as well just go and start off with uh, the... First one, I would I would consider uh, the simplest way of listening to music uh, is just strictly songs. Okay. Um, so I would the way I would break it down is I would think of songs as listening to strictly songs as listening to like the greatest hits off of an artist. I think of it as like you're the most you haven't gotten to fully appreciate. Uh, what having multiple songs has to offer okay i guess i could see that do you feel like i don't know what are your thoughts exactly on like listening to strictly songs yeah um i don't know i think depending on what kind of mood i'm in that really shifts a lot of whether i'm listening to just like songs alone or if I'm listening to an album or a playlist or something like that. Um, So I guess, yeah, different situations where I'm listening to songs is more um, like if I'm driving in the car or something like that, or if I'm playing music for other people, I'll tend to lean towards just songs rather than other more long form kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I definitely lean towards songs because albums and playlists obviously are a lot more of like a time commitment and so i definitely lean towards songs if i just yeah 
I just need like a little boost of energy or I'm a little bored. So I'll start listening to some songs. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for songs, there's definitely like uh, one of the main reasons I'll listen to songs specifically for talking about like the progression for just an artist. Uh, it's like I consider it when I haven't really gotten used to I'm like just starting to break into this giant void of an artist. OK. Uh, I feel like for some artists, I like am forced to only listen to songs just because there's so much of their content like if you've gotten to like the end of the career of like the Beatles they've got just so yeah. much they're so prolific and have so many different like um, I don't know just so much music to listen to it's hard to know where to start exactly yeah yeah for sure uh, some specific like uh, artists that come to mind for that is like at least for me personally uh, the Beatles I've definitely started to be able to break into them a little more uh, but like the Beatles, uh, I feel like U2 has just a whole lot of albums <laughs> and I haven't gotten, haven't really been able to gotten the chance to listen to them completely. So I'm kind of stuck on that outside level of just listening to the songs that I'm familiar with, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, some, I feel like that's often the case with a lot of the like really popular artists, especially of the come towards the end of like their careers and things uh you just get used to the stuff that they play on the radio and then a lot of the time you don't really pursue it that often yeah yeah no i yeah i would agree with that i think a lot of times with artists especially when they're more towards the end of their time as a band just like when they've been around for a long time I don't know if it's harder to find the motivation to really create long form kind of stuff or it's just not as interesting anymore. I don't know. It definitely feels like a lot of times they'll put a lot more effort into like one song or a couple songs on an album, but then there'll be a lot of like kind of filler stuff. Maybe like the drummer got to write a song or something like that. <laughs> they just like kind of, they've run out of, it seems like sometimes they've run out of their best material. And at the point they're able to like, they still have like songs in them that are good, but there's not as much consistency. Yeah. What do you think? I, I feel like, what are your thoughts on, specific songs i feel like i guess that's the whole heart of music so like you can't really say uh like songs by themselves are bad i feel like but like a song singular has a, obviously a lot of power like okay uh i feel like specifically songs succeed at being able to capture one moment in time i think that's one of the really strong things and capturing a mood i feel like capturing a mood is very difficult on any other like oh yeah medium yeah no for real yeah i i used to think i guess i still kind of think it that music is one of the more immediate ways that you can emotionally connect with someone just because it's i don't know it's like kind of it's like abstract but direct at the same time in the way the the music itself kind of shapes yeah. how you're emotionally responding but then the lyrics can like specifically hit at certain things i don't know i think it's yeah it's pretty it's powerful i guess as far as like artistic mediums go in that you can like it's just like a two-minute pop song but by the end you're like oh i get where they're coming from depending on where you're at yeah that's something i feel like one of the really great things about songs is it allows you to like experience and like 
gain insight into what other people are feeling. I feel like I, I guess that's with a lot of different mediums, but specifically with songs, you're able to like get a ability to like see through the eyes of someone else. Yeah. Of. Would you say when you're listening to music, you're seeking songs that fit your current mood or are you more someone who would be choosing songs to try and alter your mood? Uh, for me personally, I feel like I'm probably looking more for songs that fit my current mood because often like if I try and listen to something else, I can sometimes will try and do that just because I like don't like the mood I'm currently in. Yeah. But uh, often I'll really try and avoid that just because I feel like there's that like clashing you oh, feel yeah. on the inside. I don't know. What, you, what about you? Yeah, I would say almost to a fault, I listen to music that matches my current mood. Um, I don't know if that's always like a great thing because depending on how bad the day has been or whatever, that can lead to not the like greatest cycle because then you listen to darker stuff and you get more yeah. and more whatever. Um, it's stuck, caught in that downward spiral, spiral sometimes. Yeah. But, but yeah, I would say I definitely listen to songs that match where I'm at as opposed to try and change what I'm at. If only for like the catharsis of having that sort of getting, feeling like an artist gets me and understands yeah. where I'm at sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's really... It can be really tempting to just, I don't know, definitely are able to uh, identify a lot with music, at least from what I've seen. But uh, something, at least from what I've seen, is almost even more powerful than just songs by themselves. It can be like songs is a collection. How mm -hmm. do you, at least from from your experience, how do you think you've been able to transition from just listening to songs to like listening to full albums all the way through yeah um i was kind of thinking about this earlier i think i a lot of times it varies from album to album or artist to artist or whatever but a lot of times i'll have heard that an album is good from somewhere i'll have read some list of these are the best albums from this genre or this decade or this artist or whatever and so i'll kind of go through like different phases of listening to the album where usually it's like, I'll listen to it like once through or twice through, and there'll be like a couple songs that stand out, and they're like, oh, this is something that I just like noticed or whatever. Yeah. And so then when I'm returning to that album, I'll usually just listen to those songs, or like sometimes I'll start an album from like halfway through at like some of the songs that I like or whatever. And then eventually it gets to the point where I'm kind of trying to bridge the gap between those favorite songs, if that makes yeah. sense. Like... Not that I'm, like, forcing myself <laughs> to listen to what seems, like, less appealing at the time, but maybe less accessible stuff in between. Yeah, for sure. And then eventually, once I've listened to enough, then I start to realize, like, more songs will pop up that I like, and I'm like, oh, this is my new favorite song on the album. Yeah. And if it's a really good album and a song album that I end up really liking, then it gets to the point where I can just listen to the whole thing through, and I like every song, and yeah. I know every song pretty well by that point, because I've kind of focused on different parts of the album. Yeah, or for different sure. Different progressions. I feel like uh, I've the I forget what the name of it is, but the one effect for where like the thing you like the things that you're more familiar with, that definitely comes into play and can be kind of annoying because oh, like yeah. just because I will often just like 
start at the beginning of an album but i'll never like get all the way through because i'll just like run out of time sometimes oh yeah so i just end up listening to like those first like three or four songs over and over again and so i'll get like really like that yeah. but then i'll just like miss out on the rest of it that follows you know yeah or i'll specifically like listen have listened to like one song i know with uh at least for me for like uh the new death cat for cutie album that came out like a couple years ago yeah uh i'd listened to like the songs that they had uh released early mm-hmm. and i yeah, listened to those stuff. uh like earlier and on like repeat a little bit so those i was like really familiar with and really liked mm-hmm. but then like i felt since there was a uneven amount of like like between the songs that it was a little jarring like trying to because oh, yeah. i'd like end up just like almost only wanting to listen to those rather than just like the entire thing because some you just like i liked a lot more just because i'd listen to them even though it's all like good quality you know yeah yeah no that makes sense yeah one (laughs) i've been struggling with syncing my phone on itunes recently (laughs) it'll just like forget to sync songs i don't know it's weird but so i've started buying music on itunes because i can just automatically download it to my phone and one thing that i've kind of liked about that is if it's like a song that people on Apple Music listen to a lot, it'll come with like a star right next to it. Yeah. And so if I've even if I've never heard the album, I can see generally what people consider are the best songs. So sometimes I'll skip to like later in the album if there's like a starred song just so that I like at least have heard that and then it'll it makes it a little easier to get into the album. Yeah. For sure. Uh I think I don't know if we've even really talked about it at all, but uh like in your opinion, what is the benefit of listening to a complete album like why like how is that any different than just having a big collection of like greatest hits or specific songs and things like that yeah i think it definitely varies from artist to artist i think some artists do just view an album as it's a collection of songs that they Mm -hmm. wrote and that they just like kind of wrote all at the same time but i think i think a lot of at least a lot of my favorite artists they're approaching an album almost as a cohesive kind of vision, if that makes sense. Yeah, co- the cohesion, I think, is, like, the key word. Yeah. So they're, it's like they're trying to create a more meaningful experience, I guess, from the collection of the songs rather than just one thing, like, with each song. I don't know. So, like, like concept albums or... Um, even not even just concept albums, just like sometimes there's just like a mood or an emotion or like a, a time in space that there's the whole album kind of focuses on. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, um, I don't know, albums have a really good job of like, or at least good albums. You've got uh, like consistent tone and like mood across all of the songs, yeah. which you just like, it's hard to initially like just pick up or like express sometimes but it's just kind of uh feeling kind of like pressing on you you know yeah do you prefer a lot of variety in an album or would you rather have it be relatively consistent sound sound wise and like song wise and that sort of thing yeah that's a good question um i feel like for me personally i like a little more consistency i feel like too much variety is jarring in my opinion yeah uh obviously a lot of generally there's like the high songs and low songs of an album i've seen uh they like to put 
like lower songs normally traditionally like towards the end or like ending on a low song so i think that's really good but uh definitely not a i don't like it if they try and like change style or too much or anything like within the album okay yeah what are your thoughts on uh artists changing their style between albums like i know one that comes to mind is uh beck he's got like oh yeah i feel like every single album of his they are each have like a very good job of uh being cohesive i feel like they're all pretty like self-contained yeah but like he doesn't he changes pretty majorly between each one what are your thoughts on that yeah um i think i guess personally i prefer it a little bit more when artists are at least attempting to change their sound a little bit if only because it feels like they're growing in their songwriting abilities or just like kind of pushing themselves outside of their comfort zone to try and make better music or more interesting music yeah um I think it can vary depending on the artist because I think some artists, they just kind of nail whatever sound they're looking for and they don't really have to change it up too much. But then other times I think if they stay with doing the same thing over and over again, it gets a little stale. So it's even if it's just like subtle changes, like maybe including a little, a few more instruments each time or something yeah. like that or just like changing like the tempo or whatever, I think you can, there can be a pretty... Even if it's like a subtle, there can be a lot yeah. of impact in changing your sound. Yeah, I think that's like the difficult line that all creators have to try and balance between like originality and novelness versus like familiarity. Yeah. Like you want to try and expand and do new things, but if you go like too different, then I feel like you end up alienating your old audience. Yeah. And that can be very difficult at times. Yeah. I guess one thing that I really don't like is when artists change their sound a lot and then there's a significant uh, backlash from their fan base or whatever. And then as a result, they try and kind of go backwards on that and try and return to earlier sounds that they had. I think that almost never works just because it's instead of where they're artistically interested in or moving towards it's them trying to recapture some like an older an older time or an older place that just they're not at anymore that's not who they are as musicians or songwriters anymore so i guess it kind of bothers me when they feel the pressure from sales or executives or whatever (laughs) even if it's just like the fans are upset about it i think it bothers me that they when they make that shift yeah like i feel like i've seen that a lot in uh weezer i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) like uh They'll, they try something and then it doesn't really work and they try and go back but then it's never really the same I don't know I, would, I guess I haven't listened enough to the current Weezer stuff but oh yeah that's at least my general <laughs> feeling from it yeah that's a weird case I don't know <laughs> Where they're, they're changing yeah I don't know about Weezer <laughs> I feel like they're also probably very influenced just by like popularity to some degree and yeah yeah i guess the motivation of what you're trying to accomplish changes it a lot too like if they're trying to make a significant artistic statement or even if they're just trying to express where they're at i think that's a lot more um genuine than trying to write an album that is really popular or meets some sort of societal whatever yeah i feel like 
I don't even if I don't like an album, I can at least like respect it if like the artist is trying to is like making the album because that's something they're passionate about and they're trying to like be true to themselves rather yeah. than just kind of like making music just for like quotas or whatever. Yeah, I think sincerity goes a long way. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I feel like uh definitely as like bands become more popular, they like the push is really hard to move away from that sincerity it's just like oh yeah. i can literally put out whatever i want i can put out absolute garbage fire and still i can make a lot of money so why not do that you yeah know? plus i think it can be hard for a lot of artists when their circumstances change at least it seems like it i don't know i guess i've never actually i don't make music so i can't really complain too much <laughs> about it but like when they suddenly get super famous and successful and whatever poverty or just like loneliness or emotions or whatever was fueling their artistic work before yeah. if that suddenly is just completely gone they're just in a great place then i think depending on how on how they were writing their music before it can be challenging to write new music after that yeah for sure um as a as a writer myself i can definitely say it's it's really frustrating how difficult it is to write music when you're happy (laughs) and how hard it is to write music or easy it is when you're sad (laughs) it's like man like you want to write music when you're happy but then you you can't yeah (laughs) and then you then you just say then you're just like depressed and then you want to do anything and just kind of stuck making music but it's all good (laughs) but uh moving back to albums uh yeah i don't know i feel like albums in particular have the unique ability to uh provide a long well obviously they're longer than a single song yeah so they're able to add more cohesion and it's just a very very unique and uh special uh experience at least I've felt for specific albums. Obviously, as you said, there's uh, some albums that are just kind of like a collection of songs, but I think some of the most impactful albums are the ones that uh, are seen as just one giant song almost. Oh, yeah. With like, I think uh, you can almost think of at least the really good albums almost like, I guess, operas or shows or something mm-hmm. where it's a big story that they're trying to tell and then you have like, each song is like an act in the song in the oh, yeah. show. I feel like that's a really, really cool feature of albums. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, for real. I think sometimes albums, if you, if each song is like a specific perspective of a moment in time, and like that moment in time is whatever was going on in the artist's life when they were writing the album, sometimes all the different songs summed together it kind of provides like a bunch of different perspectives of that same moment of time if that makes sense like especially if the whole album is driven by like a breakup or a divorce or like a death or like a very Mm -hmm. significant moment or thing that happens or whatever then you kind of get all these different perspectives and it kind of provides you with instead of just like these, like this one image of it, it's like kind of all these different images and it gives you the kind of this holistic perspective of where they were at, which I think can be cool. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, yeah. Uh, One of the albums that I can think of that like reminds me a lot of that is um, Reliant K's album, uh, Forget It Not Slow Down. I feel like that has, 
that was correct me if I'm wrong, but that was uh, he wrote that right after his engagement broke up. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think the story goes is he went to like a lighthouse or something, just sat there and wrote uh, the entire album. Huh. Uh, I hadn't heard that. I, I might be wrong on that. Uh, but I, I want to say I read that somewhere. Yeah. But it's just a the way the album flows together is just like so cohesive, and each one, each individual song, uh, stands alone and is very unique. But uh, like as a whole, it just has a like even greater impact than each song individual. Yeah. Uh, I think that also uh, one of the really cool things that artists do is interludes. I think those are really cool. Okay. Uh, like the way the songs flow together. Um, it, like for rela for forgetting not slow down. Um, there's, oh, I'm forgetting it. Right before Savannah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Right before the song Savannah, there's uh like a short interlude song called yeah. Is that Oasis? Yeah, I think it's Oasis first. And the that song, it's like almost is basically Savannah, but it's just like slightly modified and it just like really help easily like transitions from like the previous song into the next and just yeah. adds so much like energy and makes it almost feel like you're moving from like one place to another in a way. Yeah. But still like the same person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. Um, another one that I can think of that has like excellent interludes or at least flows really well is mm -hmm. um uh the beatles album abbey road i feel oh, like <laughs> uh i mean obviously the beatles are really famous for one <laughs> for one re for a reason uh but i think i don't know the uh, the just the entire second half of that album oh, yeah. is just so good <laughs> just the way each song progresses from one right into the other and it's like seamless like you don't even know can't you could can't really tell that they're different songs but if you like listen to each one individually you're like oh yeah that's a different song oh yeah for sure it's just really unique experience yeah especially like in that sequence or whatever the kind of medley at the end when the earlier themes of some of the earlier yeah. songs kind of come back in and kind of like a i don't know what the opposite of an overture is but like kind of repeating some of the earlier musical themes and ideas and stuff and yeah. it all kind of comes together i think that's cool yeah, I think that that's one of my I think that's one of my favorite things is when like a previous like theme or idea within the music like shows up again later on in the album. Uh for the album I forget what it's called. Uh Who's it by? Uh Half Alive. Okay. Um uh Now Not Yet uh by Half Alive. Uh that album is really great, or I think is really good. But the opening, when a, like the opening song has a specific like melody or like little jingle thing, okay. and then that appears again in like the second to last song, in just like or third to last song, right before it goes into like a quiet part and then back into like the grand finale. Yeah, and I think just like hearing the like repeating thing it helps cement the idea that you're like almost like on a journey when you're listening to music oh yeah i don't know 
it just like ties it all together really nicely. It's really impressive in my opinion. I feel, um, yeah, I don't know. One of the, as far as like feels go mm-hmm. for albums, yeah. Uh, I feel like Bon Iver, Bon Iver is really, really good at capturing a specific feel. Okay. I've always associated it with being trapped in a cabin in the middle of the winter, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Maybe it's influenced just by the cover art of it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But just capturing a feel is really, really good. Really impressive. But um, so I feel like generally albums are more like listening to a complete album is definitely takes more discipline than just like listening to specific songs. Right. But I feel like there's like a lot to be gained from that. Yeah. But I feel like one of the final steps on like your journey, like you've through just an artist and as like a listener in gen like in general. Yeah. Uh it's gotta be playlists. Okay. I feel like uh not not just not to I gotta clarify. Uh not just the like a greatest hits playlist. Like okay. any I feel like anyone can do that. That's like base I I uh, group that still with songs. Okay. Like just throwing your favorite songs from an artist all in a group. Yeah. Uh what I'm more talking about is the specifically crafted Playlists, you handpicking specific songs, okay. uh, and also like their order is very unique. I think that is really impressive, and that's like shows a greater knowledge. Because I feel like uh, when you're doing that, it's when you're creating a playlist like for a specific mood, and uh, that's when you're almost becoming the artist to some degree. Okay, it takes like from the artist to the listener. Yeah. And you're able to like, uh, I think the cool thing about it is you're able to like recontextualize some of the songs into yeah. like a new feel and new idea. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I'm a big fan of making playlists. Um, it's probably one of my favorite things to do for other people. Um, yeah. So but yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying about um, using it to kind of like recontextualize songs and stuff. Um, I guess, do you, when you, do you follow rules at all when you're making playlists or do you just like kind of, how, I guess, how do you approach it? Uh, for me, I feel like I have, <laughs> I feel like I'm not very good at making playlists. <laughs> I, I really greatly appreciate, uh, the high, high quality, well-made playlists. Uh, but for me, uh, whenever I'm doing it, I mostly focus on, I try and decide on a specific mood and idea that I want to follow and have and then I go through and I just try and think of all of the ones that fit into that generally I don't know yeah what about you I feel like you've had a lot more experience with making plays than I have <laughs> yeah and uh, I get it. yeah I, I don't know just because it's like kind of something I enjoy doing um especially like birthday gifts or whatever um but yeah I guess I don't know I kind of view it almost as a game at the base level in that I like set different like kind of rules that I have to try and follow like I can't start a playlist with a side one track like side one song oh. one kind of thing like just because that seems so easy <laughs> like of course that would be easy to make a playlist where the first song is the first song on a normal album or whatever ah. so I make rules like that or like I can't end on like the last song of an album 
um, or I can't use like the same artist multiple times in an album, that sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, so I said kind of like rules sort of like that. Um, I would say I generally aim to keep it around an hour just because I think yeah. one, your attention span gets kind of boring, get kind of loses yeah. it after an hour. Um, but also I guess I like putting it on a CD just because I think, I don't know, I still think, I think there's value in physical yeah. media still. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's antiquated. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I don't know. There's something about just being able to physically have a copy. It's not just like it yeah. could be deleted or whatever. Yeah, it just feels a little less disposable, even if all you have to do is throw yeah. it out. I don't know. Just a little more meaningful. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, so I say usually when I'm making a playlist, it's for someone else. So I'll think – I try to think about what um, – would be emotionally meaningful to them thematically. And so I'll like try and kind of pick like a general theme, um, whether it's just like growing up or mm. being in love or something like that or more specific stuff. Um, and so then I'll kind of try and shoot for generally songs that contain that sort of thematic overtone. Um, but then I'll also try and think about what kind of genres and style of music i know that that person likes or i think they like at least (laughs) and so then i'll try and kind of fit it a little bit around that even if i'm still including stuff that i just personally like yeah oh one one of the one of the playlists that you actually made for me which really comes to mind is uh your brother's playlist oh yeah that's a very very well done (laughs) Not drums, <laughs> uh, but just like uh, I noticed, like just the way you were able to like choose songs, it bas- it was basically like my greatest hits album. Oh yeah, but then they're all related to brothers in some way, shape, or form, and I thought that's just like really impressive, like being able to gain, like you. I feel like you have to have a lot of experience and like knowledge. Uh, with like listening to music and things like that to be able to pull out like the not just like ideas and things like that but also like the general feel and genre and like yeah compiling it into one I don't know. yeah i think that would help that we listen to a lot of the same that music growing that up. So we had a lot of the same favorite music <laughs> yeah for so sure it's, it's easier than than making something for like trin who has a lot of different tastes yeah but yeah for sure but yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, just really cool. I feel like making playlists like that is a unique opportunity. You're basically like making an album, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, for real. So, and then also a nice little finishing touch. I think what really helps uh, make an album feel a lot more personalized, or playlist, I mean, uh, personalized and meaningful is like uh, making custom, custom cover art. Oh, yeah. Or whether you're actually making it or literally just finding it on the internet, I feel like that helps cement and give an idea for, like, what the mood is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think album art has a surprising amount of impact on how much you enjoy the music. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. If only because it, like, primes you for what kind of, what to expect in an album. I don't know. Yeah. That's something that I think is honestly really sad, is, like, I wonder how many, like... How like actually like really good albums there are out there that 
I just won't listen to because the album art just looks really boring. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like if you're not willing to put the effort into making your album cover appealing or even like kind of interesting, yeah, it feels like, true. did you put any effort into making the music sound like that? Um, yeah. I feel like we could definitely have a whole nother <laughs> episode about talking about, about that. But yeah, for sure. But yeah. I don't know. Generally, I feel like playlists are kind of that final step. You have to have listened to the art at your artist a lot more in order to understand like where they fit in the scheme of music and everything, yeah. and then have to have a larger pool of knowledge in order to be able to compile them in interesting ways. But I feel like I definitely recommend to anybody to like give it a try to write, make their own playlists oh yeah and to like i really like the whole idea of like following rules i think i've never like really thought about that but oh yeah like implementing rules and not just like don't just throw in your favorite songs try and make something that's almost like a its own album i think that's really cool oh yeah yeah i think if you provide a little structure to how you're making it it gives it a little more structure when it the final product is out or whatever yeah if that makes sense for sure sweet yeah, so in conclusion, I guess, I feel like, I don't know, there's like that progression from songs to albums to playlists. Each one I feel like has its own merits. Oh, yeah. Uh, but generally, if like those later stages are kind of more interesting and can be uh, very powerful. Yeah, I think it can be really rewarding when you like really listen to a lot of music <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of albums and start experimenting with sounds and stuff like that yeah for sure sweet well uh i guess we'll wrap this up uh you've been listening to uh soundipitous uh i've been forrest peterson and i've been lex and uh i hope that you'll tune in for another one uh with that i'll see you guys later <laughs>